Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Welcome to the Fanfic Fanfic Podcast Plus, <laughs> uh, where we spent a year talking about uh, how a, 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 a horrible little reactionary toad uh, tried to revise a much better story, and so now we're talking about that much better story. Hi, I'm your co-host, Sir Weirdington Esquire, and with me is always, as always, your host... Bye. <laughs> Hello. Bye. Um, how, how how's by you? How are you doing? Your horse, your 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 co-host and tiny horse mayor. Uh, hi everyone. How's That's it going? M A Y R. Yeah, I got a little sash and everything. But yeah, uh, I'm the only citizen of the, like, the, the, <laughs> of the, of the and pot I didn't bunker. even vote for him. So there's something <laughs> askew here. Like I think. Uh, we all know that uh, jukeboxes can't vote. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so hi once again. Uh, we're in the good podcast years now. We, we, have, we have transcended. We have defeated Somber at their own game. And incidentally, like, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say this out the gate. So ironically, this, this, second, this uh, second half of the podcast uh, has... has uh, deflated a lot of like uh excess creative energy that the first half have gave me to to make a better more readable uh, less torturous version of project horizons it turned out that already existed <laughs> it's called follow the question <laughs> well um, you know it yeah i i had actually a good think about this uh about how i think that it was actually a right the right decision to go and do this podcast first before we did did the pod like did project horizons first because i think that if we did the original story and then we the sequel of ph it would have been such a bumpier road because like mm, it would have been so much more torturous <laughs> it would have been like magnitudes more painful because <laughs> like this is this is why i have my perverse policy of whenever possible always watching sequels first yes uh because uh, weird would have tasted ambrosia first and then like had to wean off of it for the for the second half, and I don't think we could have done. Couldn't that. have done it. Could not have done it. Would not have survived. Yeah, no, of course not. We would have. We have been so much deader uh, going into this project if we tried to do the first one first and then do the bad one second. Um, but uh, anyways, I should probably get to telling us what happened last week so that we can start talking. Do. This one. What a novel idea! P- perhaps we should try it. Uh, gosh, last week was. Um, Black, no, Blackjack, God, I'm not, I'm going to do that a couple of times at least. Um, little Pip waking up in a town after being shot at by Best Boy Calamity uh, in the, like, like basically like the, the doctor's office uh, in the town and having to try and, like, acclimatize yourself to, like, a civilization that actually isn't trying to kill her and just kind of is surviving out in the wasteland, unlike, unlike all of the other, like, horrible places she's been so far. We meet Nurse Candy, who is one of my favorite kind of like post-apocalyptic juxtapositions where she's like a full-on doctor that actually has medical skills, but she like dresses in like a kind of like Halloween store nurse costume. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that it's a very fun just juxtaposition. Uh, after that, and after uh, Bla- uh, uh, Little Pip's like first foray into drunkenness uh, uh, after imbibing a like uh, alcoholic healing potion. Uh, she's given like the tour of the town and then, uh, uh the town's really cool cause it's all, uh, it's very post-apocalyptic chic. It's, it's a uh, town made entirely out of, uh, disused train cars that have been, uh, been moved by like a crane system into a like makeshift town. So the entire like border perimeter wall is all made of like disused train cars. And then all of the like central buildings are all been train cars that have been like stacked on top of each other or with the cross to make like houses made of the uh made of the the, the um welded together uh surface area it's all really cool stuff uh we also get to meet uh, one of the best characters in the story which is the, our first 
uh, ghoul, which we didn't really talk about ghouls very much on our first go through of this. Uh, because we because we don't know much about ghouls yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we is, like. But we would know much about them if we watched, uh, if we read through Fallout, the original series. Uh, ghouls are like a kind of mutant that uh, survived the bomb and their uh, uh, sudden exposure to radiation instead of killing them. Uh, mutated them in a way that they're uh, resistant to all but heal by, from radiation and also are seemingly immortal. Uh, therefore, most of them are from before the war. Uh, and that's true in this story as well. They're, they're all from, like, like at least the ones we've seen, we've met so far. Like, like Ditsy Doo is a character from the Golden Age, the pre-war era, uh, the, the, the era in which the story takes place. She was a, she was a background character in the original story. Uh, the, the original series, and she eventually was uh, ascended to like uh, true character status and became like a mailman and stuff. Um, yeah, she was she was delivering a package when the bombs went off, which is sort of notable because she would have been like, based on what we know about the other uh, members of the original cast, she would have still been mate late li- middle age, mm-hmm. uh, still uh, still doing her routes. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no sleet, no rain, no glum of knit. Yeah, she's she's a good she's a good, uh. But yeah, Ditsy Do is is now like a mute, and so she has to like write on a chalkboard to communicate to uh, Blackjack. Uh, Blackjack, God damn it! I'm gonna be doing that all this episode. It's it's um, it's a self fulfilling she, she, prophecy. She's mute uh, because she was uh, mutilated by slavers. Yes, uh, for for talking too much while uh, while 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 a captive. Um, but she hasn't let it stop her. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't let it slow her down. Nope. Uh, and uh, uh, the the back half of the episode uh, takes place almost entirely in sort of a sort of like side quest, essentially. Uh, Little Pip is given like uh, an opportunity to uh, her expand her telekinetic abilities because she does not possess any like magic outside of that. And we're told that like most uh, unicorns her age would have a whole repertoire of spells. And she only really ever learned how to use telekinesis, the sort of like bog standard spell but the, uh, the the crane operator crane uh, uh, is operating to t- teach her as long as they deal with this like local <laughs> infestation of monsters they eventually uh, come to know as chimeras so they uh, uh, little pip gains a sidekick even though she didn't want it in in calamity because he feels bad for shooting her like genuinely sorry for <laughs> shooting her Dr- drags him along to a stable, which I believe is stable. Uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't even remember, but I think it was like twenty-two. Yeah, it, it was in the twenties. Yes, it, it, it's it's not super important, but it's fun to remember for like you know bookkeeping reasons. In there, they find that the stable is all topsy turvy, uh, misogynist, uh, misogynist land. Um, it's a it's a stable uh, whose like primary test was like. What if uh, men uh, had dominant power in all positions and women were subservient to that? And like overwhelmingly so. Like, yes. Like to a greater degree than, than, than women uh, are uh, generally on the top of hierarchical roles uh, in pony society. Uh, and uh, gives an opportunity for Little Pip and uh, Calamity to have a, like a small discussion basically on feminism. Uh, and then uh, Calamity is bitten by one of these monsters, which turned out to be a like parasitoid uh animal which means they lay their eggs and other things to hatch them so they have to like whip up a cure and uh involves a good a a daring situation in which a little pep has to use invisibility and a bunch of uh sneaking skills and her lock picking and stuff to uh, get the cure get dynamite and get them out of there so that they can uh stop this local population of parasitoid parasitoid like cat snakes basically uh, from rampaging over the uh, the local area, and that's uh, more or less where we leave off. They, they I think they, the the chapter like literally leaves off with them getting like a recording that they uh, uh, they're going to play that doesn't occur until next chapter. And I think that's where we. Like, uh, I, I think my up. favorite part about the the whole like invisibly walking through a minefield of uh, of of horrible parasite monsters uh, is is the uh, all all in service of the greater metaphor of. Yeah, no, digging yourself deeper into a hole in, when you've uh, fucked up in a social situation is nothing like being in a minefield. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's very funny. Uh, it took a long route to get there, but um, I am not complaining. It was a pretty good use of... <laughs> pretty good callback, yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, Pip is, has uh, 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 tripled her, her telekinesis strength and... Uh, 
and uh, delivered uh, the recipe for for a cure uh, to to horrible monster bites. Um, so she's 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 all in all done done a good service uh, to the world. <clears throat> so we begin chapter six. The truth of the matter. Uh, today's mystery quote: "Tis better to be alone than in bad company." So we open up with uh, uh, Scootaloo, the the last broadcast of Scootaloo, <laughs> uh, your 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 uh, friendly stable tech uh, rep. Uh, long and short, basically saying. It's pretty pointless now, could but uh, could you please uh, continue to maintain our wildly unethical psych experiments? <laughs> uh, your first your, your first priority is of course um, making sure like everybody in your stable survives, um, but um, continue um, traumatizing them uh, hmm. if you can and keep notes. Thank you. Uh, which is which is an interesting message. Um, to close out uh, with uh, thank you and may some pony have pity on, on us all. Mm-hmm. Scootaloo has has some extraordinary priorities. <laughs> uh, but she is like at least conflicted about like, yeah, the stable tech might have been obliterated, but like, we're already all here. So if you could continue the like uh, the trauma <laughs> as, as, as part of the, uh, our, our greater mission. Well, it, it's, it, it's important to note that it's like part of like a diluted sort of a diluted sense that like uh, we need to make a better civilization uh, going for like going forwards. Which, and we which don't is, really which know is how to do that. And an interesting admission that like it is the result of the civilization we built <laughs> that 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 everything is dust now. We truly do live in a society, uh, and we need to fix that by making a different society. Which is a thing that like this whole chapter. And and this is the the first part of that. This this whole chapter like kept making me like kept bringing me back to. Did Somber read this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Surely he must have. But um, but like we keep coming back to like like Somber like felt the need to invert everything, especially the quality. Like on every <laughs> level, what if this thing that was good was actually bad? <laughs> like like what if what if what if this thing that like made for a good story. Uh, what what if it was like painful to read and like deeply psychically and morally confused? Like I, t- I don't. Anyway, so we so we go to that too. Uh, we're we're in, uh, Apple Whiskey's bar. Uh, the bartender named Apple Whiskey who uh is able to use um golden apples that are not yet explained um to uh, uh magically transform them into his namesake. And uh, Pip is having a great time of it. <laughs> She has discovered that she fucking loves the alcohol. Uh, she lets it slip that she assumed that uh, the the voice that shows up on uh, the the sprite bots was uh, was everybody's leader. We never explained the the other voice, did we? In this podcast, we we, we do now. <laughs> yeah, but because it didn't come up in the story, and so now now we have the opportunity. The story is now getting around to explaining that we we mentioned it, we brought it up, but it was like uh, we 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 didn't dig into it because at this time the story didn't either uh, leading to little pip's uh, current confusion and being corrected that uh that was the voice of red eye and fuck that guy <laughs> yeah uh the entire bar is in universal agreement fuck that guy i, I also want to make it really clear that this podcast also says fuck red eye because there's real actual real red eye apologists in this community and fuck those people uh, and those people would be the morally inverted uh, 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 monsters and toads that, that think PH is a good piece of literature. I would bet there is a strong correlation there. I, 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 as a reader, do not yet know much about Red Eye, but I'm, I'm willing to, 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 to bet I'm eventually going to have to invite uh, anybody who would uh, make apology for this character to, to meet me in that Arby's parking lot. <laughs> But every parking lot's getting a lot of play. <laughs> it is. It is now a feature of our of our of our greater extended um, universe uh, meta canon, like of, of our of our sort of uh, in in universe uh, uh, kfab. Um, our our bunker is somewhere near an Arby's parking lot, but we won't tell you where. <laughs> but yeah, they they, learn, they they get a good chuckle out of uh, Pip not knowing. Who Red Eye is, and assuming that there she he's some sort of leader figure, uh, especially of of this town and of these people. Like no, uh, he can he like uh, there, there's a lot of 
drunken bravado. I mean, it's a bar. Like, while yeah. people are playing poker and stuff, like, let him come. <laughs> like, if he, if he wants to be our leader, that's that's going to be a real exciting day for everybody. <laughs> uh, and then somebody says, like, yeah, don't listen to that garbage when you could listen to the DJ. The, the DJ? Yeah, DNA, uh, DJ Pwn 3. <laughs> and you'll never, ever convince me that that's not how it's pronounced. Yes. Now that I'm seeing it on the page, it is clearly <laughs> Pwn 3. Uh, yeah. How many of these characters could possibly be literate? <laughs> I guess a few. Uh, thanks to Ditsy Do, uh, primarily. <laughs> Good on Ditsy Do. Another another check mark for Ditsy Do is is great and wonderful and must be protected at all costs. But seriously, like how like why would the three appear in the goddamn text if it was? <laughs> yeah, if they they were they weren't pronouncing it like that. How did you make that sound with your mouth? <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> Wait, I'm hearing you like say pony but somehow i know that the the e is actually a three stop that it's really it is actually physically giving me a headache um, yeah the two, no. op- the two uh, options and... is either a cognito hazard or it's fake <laughs> <laughs> but yeah dj dj pawn three or dj pony I, I i meet me in the goddamn arby's parking lot like <laughs> it's pawn three Given given that it's a reference to Three Dog, who is itself a reference to Wolfman Jack, I prefer to say that it's DJ Pwn Three because it makes more sense with that sort of nomenclature. Uh, oh, uh, I have a note here. Uh, oops, uh, Sprite bots are insidious mm-hmm. um, because uh, somebody like balks at the notion of like, what's a watcher? Like, no, like um, the 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 Sprite bots are broadcasters; they can't see you, uh, which sort of makes the uh, gives a little bit of interesting context to the slavers we met in chapter two, mm-hmm. um, shooting them out of the air whenever they saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a vague implication that not everybody is as uh, uh, blithely like ignorant of the, the uh, what a blight spot can actually do. And here's here's another did did fucking Somber actually read this because like one of the one of Somber's great sins is that every myth was true. Yes. If 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 rumor came up it was always goddamn true every every fucking time. Um but in this we're we're introduced to 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 DJ Pong 3 and we get like a chorus of of drunks uh, talking about Bill Bradsky <laughs> like the, uh, like a chorus of um of different like myths and theories about uh who DJ Pong 3 is how many of them there are there 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 are or have been Yes some people think uh, they're like an immortal ghoul and some people Yeah think it's it's, like... an, it's an immortal ghoul named Vinyl Scratch no it was uh, it's it's a lineage started by Vinyl scratch's nephew now when i was when i was a tyke uh when i was a little fall uh uh yeah uh, pawn three was a mare so i can definitely tell you that they've been different mm-hmm. uh, horses but this this all resolves in uh um them switching in just switch it on <laughs> and uh, uh uh pip doubles her alcohol intake with with a uh, as a saw, sad song plays you know what let's let's have a little bit of a dramatic reading the music died away and a voice came over the radio this is dj pawn three and that was sweetie bell singing about the one great truth of the wasteland every pony has done something they regret and now my little ponies it's time for the news now, you ponies remember when I told you about those two ponies who crawled themselves out of stable too? Well, I've been getting reports that one of them little ponies took out the raider nest in the heart of Ponyville and saved several pony captives, including our beloved author of the Wasteland Survival Card, Ditsy Doo. Hey, kid, thanks. From all of us, and now the weather, cloudy everywhere with a chance of rain and gunfire and bloody dismemberment. Oh, man. That's <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> uh, you've now doomed this character to sounding specifically like that for me forever. <laughs> <laughs> you can't not. Like, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's clearly a reference to like that sort of character in like one of the Fallout games. and like Yeah, very Wolfman um, Jack shock jock kind of stuff. Yeah, and uh, it, it, I had to do it because it, it's so well written. 
like it's it's a thousand percent in the like vein of um uh like dj disaster from uh that uh one uh, my chemical romance video or death defying um yeah it, like like every every wasteland apocalypse needs a a defiant uh a, a, a DJ keeping their, their sanity in spite of... Yeah, uh, a sort of it, DJ it all, Cassandra. Uh, it, who, is, who is basically acts as the Greek chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's also a really good one in Six String Samurai. Like, it's 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 a it's a genre staple, and uh, K-Cat nails it. it. It almost makes you forget that it's a goofy reference to, like, a weird fan thing by being called DJ Poon 3. Because uh, it just it just it's just done so well in this particular story. It's it's got so much character and life to it uh, that it sort of transcends that base meme. Less so in less competent hands. But yeah, of course. Like that list is so good. I'm I I uh, uh, I'm the the like sneering uh, DJ human joke doesn't even occur. Like because I'm so entertained, I don't have to come up with my own entertainment while reading this. It is it is self like it's keeping me engaged. Why? What's happening? <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, little Pip is is a little bit dis- uh, like horrified that like I'm getting a reputation, but I'm just a tiny horse. Uh, <laughs> But I'm baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I am a tiny baby. I cannot. Uh, this this level of attention is not uh, not, not good for me. Um, but uh, we get a big turnaround when uh, 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 Pawn Three mentions the other. A uh, horse who's who's been seen near Appaloosa. Uh, and main quest kit. Like suddenly, uh, <laughs> uh, Pip is 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 is, is stirred into action because uh, it, hey, like a, finally a lead at, at at long last. But she's she's quickly uh, tempered down uh, when Calamity says, "No, nah, don't don't go anywhere near there. We, aren't aren't we already there? No, 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 no. This is new Appaloosa. <laughs> you can't have a new Appaloosa without an old, can you? <laughs> uh, no, no, don't go anywhere near. That's a slaver town. A what town? <laughs> A uh, little bit, like, 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 <laughs> little bit, like, yeah, uh, I beg your pardon? Uh, Apple Whiskey says we're, we're, we're trading with them. Why do you think I don't live here? <laughs> God, So now so we find good. out why Calamity, despite being a local fixture, refuses to live in town. God, that's this town so good. deals with slavers. God. And, like, he, 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 he put, like, he pushes himself and risks his life uh, for the people of this town. But at the end of the day, he he like boycotts like uh, actually uh, counting himself among them. Yeah, like as as long as they're doing business with with slave traders, uh, uh, calamity does not live here. Probably more than a little bit resents <laughs> um, uh, almost everybody here, but the but the children and and uh, precious uh, all forgiving. <laughs> um, uh, did he do? God, um, I, I just, I like, it's just, it's so refreshing to have a character who has, like, moral standards. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, this is a, a real big turn. This is a real big swerve from having been exposed to fucking PH. Yeah, where, like, where everybody everyone would be, be like, well, oh, I, I agree. guess there's nothing we can do about it. Like, yeah, it really is just, just a dog-eat-dog dog world. Um, meanwhile, like... The first, the first point of like the, the 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 first point of view we get on the subject is why do you think I don't live here? And then <laughs> then a then a then a break, uh, 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 scene transition, uh, uh, line of stars. Um, next morning, Pip is loading up to, to go solve this problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a town of slavers. You say well. Not well, for long there isn't. <laughs> what do you mean not for long there isn't? You trade with those people. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> I'm real sorry to hear about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gotta have to find some way or some other way of getting those goods. It's out of my uh, hands. <laughs> she says that she's loading her, her side off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, out of, it's out of my hooves. It's between them and Celestia now. <laughs> <laughs> Calamity's take is is real fun and interesting. Of like, I can't talk you out of this, can I? <laughs> uh, and 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 little Pip says no, but she answers in the form of continuing to pack. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, oh, man. Uh, and like Calamity in response to this shrugs and went, I've always, I've always wanted to take a to stab at it, but it's well, a, this is as good a time as any, I suppose. It's been on the to-do list. <laughs> Uh, it's like thinking to clean up. You the know, gutters. you live in New York, but you never go. You never see the sights until somebody <laughs> comes to visit. Uh, uh, just cross this one off my bucket list. Uh, Eradicate uh, local <laughs> slaver population. So they start trying to figure out their logistics, um, and one of them is like trying to convince the train that they're going to take uh, to get there. To, you know, stay a little longer. Uh, they, they might have some extra passengers uh, coming back along the way to, to New Appaloosa. And so, uh, in, in uh, oh wait, uh, uh, a bit of a uh, joke. Uh, I, I, uh, so, one of my notes here is, slavers exist. New mission, rescue all slaves, is, is my notes. Um, uh, so, the, the next thing is, is talking about the train and the logistics. And there's a, there's a bit here here's a like I've 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 uh, uh, poo pooed some of the the gags some of the, the 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 bit of like comedy dialogue so far but I really like this one uh, <laughs> this this one this one definitely appealed to me because it was less sort of like pun based it was it was it was it was less uh, coy and more just like a uh, very Douglas Adams esque like uh, tragedy of errors <laughs> on a societal scale sort of a thing of. Uh, so wait a minute, you you still have the engine, the the, the train engine, despite the fact that it's like dragged. <laughs> it doesn't um, have coal in it anymore. It can't run. Yeah. Uh, why isn't there any coal? Well, used to come in by train <laughs> uh, from a faraway land, uh, full of zebras. Ooh. Um, and basically, it's again, it's uh, it feels like it's it's. Pr- it, K-Cat is looking into the future somehow and spitting in Somber's eye. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how, so- like, Somber, you read this, right? <laughs> because, because this, this whole, like, comedy bit about supply lines breaking down as a result of, like, war. Yeah, uh, it's, is, it's both is, a good joke and a really good, like, lore building moment. And 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 commentary, yeah, on, on broader societal concerns, yeah. Uh, like it, it really does spit in the eye of like isolationism being like uh, the 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 best policy that like no, you kind of need an interconnected world in order to like make a lot of things run. And Maybe it sort of reminds me of um, interesting documentaries I've seen about like speculations about how Egypt fell apart as like a multi uh, millennia. <laughs> Uh, empire, and it had a lot to do with lines of uh, exchange breaking down, like uh, becoming more instant, like it happened to Rome, it happens everywhere, that like when you like shut off contact with uh, with your neighbors, or like start, you know, becoming increasingly isolationist and uh, 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 hoardy uh, when, you, when you start hoarding uh, resources and things fall apart real quick, because it turns out like all of all of your best stuff is a result of the intermingling of far off, um, yeah, of really complicated production chains between like various nations interacting with each other uh, in a cooperative um, way. Uh, back to back to the interesting uh, stuff. Uh, a cocaine biscuit for what ails you? Uh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot when this started. All right, uh, little Pip is is super hungover. Yeah, but they do need to like Focus really on what they're doing. Well, focus on what they're doing, and somehow, implausibly, uh, convince uh, convince this train conductor, convince this train crew to like risk hey, their lives you, for like, yeah, yeah. Could you could you hold on a bit? Like, could you could you stay in the station for a bit? Because we've got some extra passengers coming aboard <laughs> uh, that that will need to leave in a hurry once they're on. Um, uh, what can I what can I what can I say to convince you? <laughs> <laughs> to go along with that, uh, it is, it's all done with the magic of horse cocaine. Uh, <laughs> the power, time, the par- power of Adderall. Uh, party time mint alls. Uh, and uh, uh, Little Pip takes one bite, 
bite and the hangover is gone and not only does she convince the the train crew that this is a good idea but also gets the men on this restaurant idea she's just now had <laughs> combination restaurant record label great. <laughs> that's it that's, that's yeah that's no no it's, it's, but it's, story, it's basically but what happened <laughs> it's the soul of what happened uh like my favorite thing about it is that, like, mentals are a standard for a thing called mentats, which are basically, like, a kind of, like, Adderall, like, you know, new, like, uh, not nootropics, but, like, the kind of nootropics if they worked. Uh, and party time, party time uh, mentals are kind of like um, a hilarious wicked cocktail party version of that, where you just threw a bunch of shit together on top of that to, like, juice up the effect. Uh, Little Pip isn't just on, like, a drug. She's <laughs> on, like, a lot of them all at once. <laughs> and, like, a pretty wickedly bad combo as well. But she crashes like a rock afterward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, and desperately wants uh, just a little, little of the hair of the dog that better, but Calamity is not, not having it. Yeah. No, That's a bad idea. That ten goes away. <laughs> Um, and while she's, she's, she's having her hangover, she's staring out the window, um, and it suddenly occurs to her that, like, she, 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 she sneered at the idea of laughter being sort of some sort of fundamental virtue earlier, mm -hmm. uh, but now thinking back to, um, uh, Ditsy Do's apparent moral indestructibility. <laughs> indestructibility she she cannot be stopped <laughs> not, uh, not only by, she, by any amount of tragedy not not only is she sisyphus pushing, pushing up that boulder she'd go back for another boulder <laughs> <laughs> she'd notice somebody else has struggling with their eternal boulder pushing and go help them <laughs> and so it suddenly occurs to her that you know that oh wait like no, I can see how laughter is a virtue, like a but a sort of deeper laughter, not just you know ha ha laughter, but the the sort of laughter like you have inside your, your ability to uh, not lose joy in the face of uh, of anything, which is which is fun, which is which is a neat poetic like reflection on how like it was expressed in the pilot of the original show, which is that like uh, it was it was used specifically uh, to defy fear uh, in the original pilot, and and so like. That in this context is like ponies. Ponies these days in this world have a lot more uh, to, to 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 damage their morale than since some spooky tree stumps. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more fear in the world now, um, which makes laughter all the more important. Which uh, leads to like a weirdly tonally dissonant moment uh, as um, Little Pip is is made to feel way better upon upon like coming to this apotheosis coming to this realization reading from the text lightning flashed outside i gasped and jumped back from the window i could have sworn i saw the head of a giant pink pony the size of ursa minor peering over the hilltop grinning which like on the one hand that's 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 a sort of a thing that you'd expect from like and pink pies looking down on you having really you've 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 just come to an epiphany of 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 her whole deal uh, and, and so she, she, she finally looks down upon you from the sky, but it's weird to have that happen, like, in amongst a lightning flash, <laughs> like. <laughs> it's a real great Gatsby moment. Where, yeah, like, nor normally, like, normally this tone, this, this sort of appearance of a giant head would be, like, a foreboding, like, and I saw the, the tentacled face of Cthulhu for, for a brief moment, um, so I don't understand what I'm supposed to take from this? Well, I, I, I the thing that that I always read the the like that sign because it comes up a couple more times is that like it has different meanings in different contexts and different like like Pip comes to see it in different lights depending on where she sort of is in her life in the story. It's it's a kind of like a recurring uh, obvious metaphor, I guess. It's a, mm. a motif. That's what they call them uh, in good stories. <laughs> which this is among them uh uh so in this moment it's kind Isn't of it, like it's so weird that it is <laughs> like i can't i'm i'm now like having to come to terms with like this is a story about um uh, uh small horses who brutalize each other uh <laughs> in the in the in the most like reviled genre of 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 art fan fiction like mm -hmm. this like all my cultural expectations tell me that this should be bad. Yeah, but this is like good literature. I am, I am, in, I am more engaged with this than, than anything I've read. I've read in a while, and that includes published work, like so-called respectable uh, published 
materials. Yeah, um, and I think this is why I always keep coming back to it as a piece of work, is that it transcends the medium it's part of. Um, but yeah, the, the, the sign kind of has just different meanings depending on where we are. And so here it's a kind of like, kind of like, oh, I, oh, friendship really is magic. And then bam, <laughs> like, <laughs> like seeing like a personification of laughter, like, uh, like not even necessarily like scaring. It's like the sort of like a surprise, like someone like going like boo and like, you know, trying to get a laugh <laughs> out of you almost is the way I kind of took it as. Uh, I thought it was totally confusing. Like, the, yeah. I, 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 I didn't get what I was supposed to be feeling. Like, I was very disoriented. Mm-hmm. So, moving on, uh, my next note: um, Pierp's fury gauge maxes out. <laughs> yes, uh, but rescue remains her first priority. That, like, mm-hmm. we, we we cut to uh, we're there. Um, she has an argument with Cam- Calamity. Like, like Calamity, you stay here. Well, I I want to be involved. Yes, you'll be involved up here with the sniper rifle, <laughs> unless you think you're better at me than uh, at at unpicking cage locks. <laughs> well, I'll tend the sniper rifle because <laughs> I'll do what I'm good good at. You do what you're good <laughs> at. And uh, yeah, no, it's notable that like yeah, she's prepared to shed a lot of tears over these slavers. Uh, Little Mac is a noisy device, and and so her first pri- like yeah, you know, first priority is is get these these slaves out of there, and not to uh, necessarily kill every last slaver. Uh, and then... and so we enter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Well, <laughs> give it a minute. Then you know it. <laughs> uh, so we enter a stealth section uh, with with aggressive looting. Um, it, a comically aggressive looting. Um, she she has to. Make it make her way across uh, a a a minefield that uh, was thankfully exposed by the heavy rainfall throughout the scene. The, the, th- the thunderstorm is still ongoing, as as sort of a mood uh, a set piece, and it has a sort of a narrative function that's going to come up in a second. Uh, but it's it it's very funny to me that like the, the this next couple of parts has has a bunch of very video game elements that are much better than the chapter that I complained about. She, uh, uh, the, the, the author does a much better job of, of contextualizing it within a narrative, like explaining away some of these sort of, uh, gamey, uh, concepts, uh, starting with, um, just the hero, like, maniacally looting everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 in, I think... in the midst of basically a, 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 a stealth section and firefight, like <laughs> at no point does she stop stuffing her pockets. Yes. I think that part of why it works, at least for me is because there's a lot more tension going on in this scene. Like, because we're given like, no, these slavers are far dangerous and far more organized. So like this scene of her stealing everything that's nailed down. Well, like within her character is a lot more like tense because, the consequences yeah, are more ever present. Yeah, the, while while she's cracking open this 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 chest, like somebody could come, like somebody actually is hounding her, like like somebody like she uh, the, the author does defy usual game logic in that like uh, the character our, our protagonist was spotted uh, out on the minefield that the same lightning crack that um, uh, made the mines visible to her made her briefly visible to, to one of the guards. And that guard never gave up. Mm-hmm. That guard never like stopped trying to, to find who, who it was they saw. Um, and so with this person, like uh, sort of like hot on her heels, she still finds time to like mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to crack open these chests. That is just funny to me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, one notable thing uh, she gets out of looting is a weird collectible. It's 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 basically a uh, Applejack Funko Pop. Yes, that fills her with energy. <laughs> <laughs> These are a thing that also happened in Project Horizons, but I stopped bothering like remembering them all because in this story they have a significant amount of narrative importance. In PH, they're just literally collectibles, more or less. Uh, have to have them because the main story had them. I'm just, I'm just in case someone asks, like, oh, are those the same thing as the ones in PH? Yes, they are. Um, it's just that in Blackjack Cache, she has to have them because otherwise she's not a true protagonist. And in this one, Little Pip ends up fighting them because they're important as fuck. Sorry. Like you'd to... expect from a story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like how stories do? <laughs> you know how stories work? This this is one of those. This is a story. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, other fun justifications for, um, uh, dungeon logic. Uh, so Pip is eventually cornered. The, the jig is up. Stealth section over. We're, 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 we're switching to a different stealth tactic. 
Um, you technically weren't seen if there were no survivors. <laughs> Being caught requires I keep any of you alive. <laughs> and and this is the part that is much more in line of what I wanted from that chapter that I hated, mm-hmm. which is it's 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 much less uh, cheesy uh, Jackie Chan movie, uh, but with death. <laughs> Um, much less uh, a cheesy action movie like one-liners and 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 slapstick uh, set pieces, and a lot more uh, Hotline Miami, <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> and then he came around the corner, and then he was Pink Mist, and, and Hydrogen started playing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and one of them like you know, looks like we're having roast pony for dinner as he um. Uh, 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 uses his, his flamethrower quite liberally. He dies. <laughs> <laughs> and then he dies. From bullets. Uh, um, and uh, Pip takes a moment to, to, to note that, like, these guys are some combination of lunatics and morons. They, <laughs> they, they're, they're, uh, she was grateful that uh, for the combination of, of the thunderstorm uh, muffling the sound of, of all the gunfire... And these guys apparently being wildly overconfident Mm -hmm. in deciding to stick it out and fight it out instead of going to get reinforcements. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it makes Um, sense within the profile of the slavers uh, here because they're all like they're they're comically overgunned, like they're just yeah. But like it's they have character. They have they have like material reasons for being this way, uh, unlike the 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 raiders from before. Um, like I, I can see it. Like I can, like okay, mm-hmm. that's you that's the justification yeah. that, like, yeah, that I buy. That 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 uh, I don't have to stretch my like credulity too far uh, to accept. There's a lot of really like subtle stuff at play in this scene. That kind of like in these scenes to make it all work. So after after uh, picking up a body count of around nine uh, slavers or so, that's good work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and also bringing comedy to like you know. I'm I'm not exactly like gonna mourn their deaths, but they aren't my first priority to to kill every last one of them. Cut to <laughs> and then I started <laughs> blasting. <laughs> I ran out of pistol ammo, but thankfully a lot of them were carrying shotguns too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, these guys are somewhere between combatants and resupply captains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after after doing some more looting, particularly of of the bodies of the, yeah, the of, oh look, fresh supply of ammo, blam blam. <laughs> um, uh, she she like we we switch back into sort of a stealth mode, and she she finds herself on the a balcony overlooking a a a a, a, a saloon. Uh, who's who's uh, rooting and tooting too hard to hear hear <laughs> their comrades getting gunned down uh, just on the other side of the wall um, and they're 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 uh, uh, in between they're, they're they're brawling and gambling there's a singer coming up on stage velvet remedy and that's uh, that is that is our cliffhanger and uh, did you fly did you know that like cliffhangers um could like be like effective that like you could have a cliffhanger that makes you like want to read the next chapter. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, like... speaking of cliffhangers, I thought it was this chapter that comes up, but it's, I think it's next chapter for sure. Next chapter is what sold me on this entire book. And I was just like, had to consume it. Like, cause up to this point I was kind of like, eh, like, you know, there's some cool, interesting things going on with the lore and the storytelling and, and the characters are fun, but like, there wasn't anything that like super gripped me, like just like pulled me in and I had to finish reading it in like a night uh, up until last next chapter. So like, that's like, that's also something to look forward to from our podcast. Unless you just read ahead. <laughs> it, 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 it also just now occurs to, I, I'm now reading the, the perk for this chapter, which, which makes sense because in order to get over most of that minefield and defense, she did, uh, uh, uh literally hoist herself by her own hoof straps it occurred to me to to giggle at that. Uh, so, so her her new pork is uh, mighty telekin- telekinesis level two. Uh, she she upgraded her telekinesis uh, as a result of using it an awful lot <laughs> on her own body. It it occurred to me to 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 briefly be amused that um um a character with uh, overwhelming egalitarian instincts is 
is, is so far best known for her superpower to lift herself up literally by her own bootstraps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I see the thing is like personally I'm a huge sucker for like well I ain't I ain't got any of that fancy magic. But what I can do, I'm <laughs> real good at doing. That that thing I'm just I'm just such a sucker for that kind of thing. Like what is what is your power? I punch good. <laughs> <laughs> How good okay, do you well, punch? Well, I don't think we need that. I, I don't think you understand how good I punch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, 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 I don't see it enough, and I, I always love... Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like... No, I, I maxed out in just the one power, um, and I don't think you comprehend the, the implications of what I mean by maxed out. <laughs> Especially something... What, what do you mean you have... What do you mean you have over the, the, the limit throwing skill well <laughs> it means i can see, hit the back of my head if i throw it with hard enough see that tank i have a pencil <laughs> you're not gonna have a tank problem soon <laughs> yeah and that's this entire like that's that's just a huge chunk of uh, like what little pip does in this story is just oh wow huh well <laughs> fuck all i got is his hammer well, that sure is a lot of nails, though. <laughs> but it's a screw. Well, uh, you're, you're about to see some innovation, innovative hammer usage. You don't know how I use a hammer. Um, yeah, it's a lot of that. So that's that's another thing that really like suckered me by like, like not suckered me. Like that implies like I was tricked by this. But like th- that's another thing that I think that like. Like, another thing that just PH and various stories fail to do is, like, give characters that have interesting things they do. Like, because uh, PH steals this idea, but Ko's, like, it it could have been something interesting, but it gives up on this, where, like, instead, BJ gets, like, really precise telekinesis, so she can do stuff like, like, pull the pins off grenades, or fire uh, Deus's priming system on his, on his cannons, or, uh, you know dislodge guns magazines just before someone goes to fire like you know it does all that kind of cool stuff and then the story just sort of forgets about it and just makes her a magical savant that can use teleports and stuff um because it's just it's disinterested in doing the thing that uh little pip does so easily which is just make a very simple power very compelling Um, or other stuff like uh exploring the implications of this part like you know, um, Rampage is is a, it is a very interesting character that you and I made up <laughs> that doesn't appear in, in the text of PH. Yeah. Because she doesn't need to have, like, um, a bunch of extra personalities to be crazy just being a, like, perfectly regenerating uh, super immortal mm-hmm. is, is, is well enough to, to, to drive a person completely mad. Yeah, <laughs> and that she's a kind of, like, disinterested immortal is, a, is more than enough storytelling than, like... Uh, all of the hoops that PH jumps through to try and make her... And you can say that about everybody, but also Lacuna is a big shout-out as well. So, in addition to reading uh, uh, Fallout Equestria, uh, no colon, uh, um, uh, what what uh, what else uh, would you recommend for, for, oh, for gosh. your audience? I'm trying to think of like things that I've just been like really just like consuming a lot of... Uh, like that, I enjoyed from doing it. Uh, yeah, no, the only thing I can really think of is stuff like you know, bog standard anime and manga stuff. Like Black Clover is really good uh, if you give the manga a shot. Uh, for anime similar, not like, so much. yeah, anime is not good, but the manga has like a character to it. Its art's really gorgeous in a lot of places, and I, I, it lives, it, besides the filler, the the worst part about the anime is that like they don't. One Piece has like an A, B, and C team on their animation, yeah. and Black Clover does not appear to have an A team. <laughs> they have like um, a they have like an N team. <laughs> like they, it very much feels like they got pawned off from a different team. So the the anime is just very rough looking. It's very like student film levels of animation in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the it's main, it's, the it's, it's workman like it's it's very like yeah it's 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 very all right. We we pulled some guys off of like doing. What amounts to like a soulless toy commercial uh, to to work on, uh, and and also right, I I they're they're doing they're doing one of those like filler arcs that you can immediately tell is a filler arc because like our heroes are being clowned by these 
literal clowns, these doofuses who like uh, the, 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 the pacing and plot is, is bending over backwards to justify represent any threat at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge shame, but the manga is pretty good. I would recommend it if you like sort of feel good, sort of standard. Like I refuse to use the term generic because I have a lot of problems with the, using the term generic when it comes to storytelling, but it's like, it's it's about as goofy shonen as you can get, but it's good about it and not kind of chetty like a lot of them are. Um, but yeah, that's that's my recommendation, I guess. Black Clover because I can't just. I recommend the act things. of frying things. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't have a grill, but I do uh, have a pot that I that I that I fill with uh, canola oil and uh, experiment with with different frying recipes um, <laughs> because the world is is, yeah, is dark and horrible. And uh, I'm 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 focusing on crafts projects. I'm making I'm I'm designing a campaign for a bunch of friends involving fighting goblins, and I'm frying things. Um, and becoming incredibly increasingly frustrated with D and D. Like D and D. Hey guys, D and D is a real bad game, and and you probably shouldn't play it. There are other games that exist, and I think I'm going to try to figure out how to convince my party, <laughs> convince my players that hey. Uh, I know you spent all that time building these character sheets, but this game is real bad. Yeah, I don't like I, it. Can I do something else? If by next week I can have a prototype of a, of a much stripped down version of this game, would you, would you be willing to play that? <laughs> I, I hate D anD D so much. I I I I I will just develop a game from scratch for you guys to play. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think that's about it from us. Um, if you want to contact us, uh, you can you can. Follow my extremely not safe for work uh, Twitter account there at Fi. Uh, I've been, as of late, been redesigning villains from Project Horizons uh, to be cool looking. Like basically the conce- <laughs> like basically taking my conceptualization of like what I would think they would look like as interesting villains, and I've been that's sort of just been my sort of like current like project uh, that I've been diving myself into. So if you want to check that out, that's I got that for you. Uh, but everything else I do is really not safe for work, and I wouldn't recommend it unless you're, like, an adult. Or you could come to my Twitter, at uh, WeirdingtonE, where I've been kind of losing my religion, and I've been, been yelling at libs again. Uh, very pointless exercise. Uh, mostly I'm disoriented and terrified by the fact that, like, they've apparently convinced themselves that um, campaigning, <laughs> fundraising, call, uh, uh, phone banks... What, like that loser Sanders did? <laughs> we certainly don't need any of that. Uh, but, I mean, you know what? I'm, I'll probably be starting to post goblins shortly. So, <laughs> like, look forward to that. I'm going <laughs> to... Look forward to goblins. They're very cute, I've been told. Yes, they are uh, very I've been cute. Assured. Uh, <sighs> Fi, how, how, how's you doing? I'm doing pretty all right. Uh, uh, I think that I'm really, really... Like, I'm really looking forward to next week. Next week is the boxcar, and that's the thing that really sold me on this entire uh, project. Uh, and overall, I think that this second season has been a great idea. I'll take your word for it, I think. Bye! Bye, everyone! Thanks for coming out. See you next Black week. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Black lives matter.